Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's I'm that, your host? What's that uh, accent you're doing? Is that John Oliver? Yep. John, I'm John Oliver. Well, I'm John Ollivanders. Are you a big old John Oliver fan? I love John Oliver. The show could be the next. We could be the next John Oliver. We're doing a. Uh, we're doing some deep dive into Crystalia. That yep. Could, that could be our. Uh, you know, tax fraud or whatever he does. I don't watch him a lot because his, uh, John Oliver's show, it's like a deep dive into a problem that's never gonna get fixed. It's like, yeah. It's like, here's this problem, it's bigger than you think, and here's why our. Here's why you're fucked. Our society is not equipped with the tools to even begin to address it. Correct. Um, Keith, how was your weekend? Well, it's only Sunday, so things could change, but so far, so good. Yeah, you had a little time alone. Do you, as a as a married person, do you find it uh, like do you do you think those weekends are necessary? Um, I think uh, I, I'm pretty good at like getting alone time as is, but um. Yeah, I think absence, uh, what's the absence makes, makes the heart grow fonder. Harder, yeah. Totally. Um, absence makes the dick harder. Uh, <laughs> that is 100% true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I. you need uh, the most attractive thing a person can do is to be out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Yeah, people with, like, traveling jobs are probably just always in the honeymoon phase, you know, like... Yeah. Oh, I haven't I've missed you. Yeah. And I have to leave. Um mm-hmm. yeah, they like leave, like Crystalia leaves and has sex with his his harem of girlfriends and then like you're the real one. Like mm-hmm. he realizes that he loves her. He goes through like the whole he got in a weekend doing his stand up, he like goes through a whole like breakup Yeah. Um <clears throat> reconciliation thing in his own mind. Yeah, um, good old uh, Chris and Jelaine D'Elia. Um, <laughs> her, do you know what her name is? <laughs> uh, it's not Ghislaine. Ghislaine, no, it's not. It is Kristen. Chris and Kristen. Yeah, which <clears throat> is a uh, <clears throat> uh, an insight into his narcissism a little bit. Uh, For sure. Um, you know the actor. This is always funny. Taylor Lautner. Remind me. He is from the acclaimed uh, film series Twilight. Uh, he played the Native American werewolf Jacob. So, okay, yeah. You know, there was like Team Edward, Team Jacob. Yeah, so he was Jacob, he I was, remember. He was Jacob, and um, the actor's name is Taylor Lautner. So he, um, during that time, you know, like he, the peak of his fame, he was... Uh, allegedly dating Taylor Swift and uh, whatever. She wrote the song back to December about uh, regretting breaking his heart. Great song. 
But uh, <laughs> recently he got married to another girl named Taylor. Um, Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not. Uh, so he's. This is uh, this is like white people's version of a rap battle. <laughs> um, or, or like a rap beef or whatever. No, I think it's like I think he was literally like he wanted to he wanted a girl named with his name. Yeah, he wanted two Taylor Lautners. Um, and well, I kind of like it. Maybe uh, Taylor can hire Miley Cyrus to write a good song about it. <laughs> oh, um, you're a big <clears throat> fan of the new Miley song? No, I no? actually despise it. Really? Um, I. <clears throat> Well, you showed me the music video for it. The Miley, what's the name of the song? I would have thought Miley's the the video would have won you over. Guys love Miley. Um, flowers, yeah, because she's like, I can buy myself flowers. Yes, yes. <clears throat> it's not. It's a good song, not the most class conscious song. Yeah, um, <laughs> and not the most class conscious video. She's just like, because it's supposed to be empowering or whatever. She's like, <laughs> she's like. Yeah, like, I don't fucking need you or whatever. Yeah. I can... I, I, I don't know. It was just... Well, so the lyrics, I didn't realize this. Um, it's, uh, I guess, like, that uh, she's like, I can buy myself flowers. I can hold my own hand. Mm -hmm. There's a famous Bruno Mars song that has all those lines, but he it's from, like... He's like, I should have bought you flowers. I should have held your hand. I should have talked to you for hours. So this is the song that her ex-husband dedicated to her at their wedding. So she's just inverting everything from the Bruno Mars song. That is Which interesting. I kind of like. Um, well, I just, the vibe I got from the video wasn't my thing. You yeah. know, it was just like her dancing around. Well, like, it's like fucking... girls, girl getting revenge song. Um, yeah. The, there was another thing I saw about the song. They're like, the video was shot in the house where her husband cheated on her with 14 different girls. Which, from what I could find, is not true at all. In fact, Miley, at one point after, like, when they first broke up, people thought maybe she had cheated. And she's like, "There, what cheating wasn't an issue, like, wasn't the reason. Interesting. But, you know, someone, the public has to have a bad guy. So they're like, he cheated on her with 14 girls in this uh, house. And it's like, why? What is this? Ha what? Like, he had a house separate from the one they lived in together. And right. he was there all the time. That makes no fucking sense. <laughs> Looks like, like a pretty expensive house, too. Yeah. Like, I don't think with his uh, um, Hunger Games money, like, he bought. This <laughs> like, uh, Miley was the, definitely the. Bringing home the bacon, bacon in that relationship. Mm -hmm. so, you know, internet drama—they've got to turn it into like he was evil and she was all good. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I mean, if we're talking about Twilight stars, um, are there any celebrities that you know are technically attractive, but for some reason you have an aversion to their face? Um, sure. Yeah, like um, one. For a long time, and I felt so vindicated. Uh, Adam Levine. Yeah, <laughs> I always thought he was kind of creepy looking. Um, I don't like Ryan Reynolds. Like I'm not. I, I don't. I Ryan Reynolds is a good example, though, of like someone who is not actually funny. He's physically. Yes. Oh God, no. But but he was. They were able to sell him yes. as a funny man. He's um, he's good at delivering comedic lines written by someone, but I keep I you probably get this all the time like ads for the Mint app. 
Yeah. So he's like their spokesperson or whatever, and it's um, I think everyone thinks Ryan Reynolds is hilarious. And that's what this marketing campaign is. They're like, we'll get Ryan Reynolds. He's so fucking funny. Yeah. And every ad just demonstrates how not funny he is when there isn't an actual like, <clears throat> comedian writing funny right. lines for him. It's so unfunny. Can we pull that up on my phone? Maybe? The Mint app The ads. Mint app ad? Uh, yeah, there's like Ryan one. Reynolds. Like, There's one with his mom, and she's like, I love uh, Ryan better than his brother Terry, and he paid me to say that, and then Ryan runs off the screen, you suck, Terry? It's like, it is, hey, it's um... it's Ryan Reynolds, owner of Midmobile. Uh, you know, we're always looking for ways to save you money, so this year, we're kicking things off with an ad that I created using chat. Hang on, hang on, this isn't even, this isn't like a commercial. When I asked it to write, I said, is this what you're talking about? Yes. introduce our new family plan with a beloved member of my family. My sister-in-law, Robin Lively. Aw, thanks, Ryan. And unlike Big Wireless, any two people can be family and still get the $15 a month rate. Why did you just air quote family? Are we, are we not family? No, 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 we are. I was just, I was making a point for that. It's fine. Are you texting Blake right now? No. We did that in air quotes. There's not a lot to say about this except it's like it is not funny. It's sort of the um it's like the uh it reminds me of the early like Apple commercials with the Justin Long guy uh-huh. where the guy is like fat. And he's like, I'm a PC, I suck. Uh-huh. He's like, I'm Justin Long. I'm a fucking iPad. Don't like... you want to be like Justin Long? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want to be cool like Justin Long? Yeah. Um, what uh, a odd, you know, Ryan Reynolds you get. Yeah. What was that about? Justin Long? The, he I is a good representation of Apple in the sense that, like, kind of pretentious... Not really that great. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it, and here's the thing with Justin Long, I, he became a stigma. Like he is very, um, he became he became kind of a parody of himself or whatever, uh, as being just typecast as Justin Long. Yeah, I can't think um, of a single one of his characters. Like, no. And it's sort of like, well, it's almost like Michael Sarah. like, <clears throat> I don't know what any of his characters' names are, it's just Michael Sarah. It's just Michael Sarah. <laughs> it's the opposite of what, like, Daniel Day-Lewis does, where, uh, like, he disappears into the character, like, yeah. they're just like, Michael Sarah's here. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I feel like that's how I would be if I was in films. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's another way to... I have a great range. It's another way to be... Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I was an actor, if I would be like, wow, he totally transformed. (laughs) Yeah. He really sold, uh, like, a serious, like, somber persona or whatever. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of what character you are eligible to play. I would be, I think, I mean, I would love to be, like, a sort of, like, a Jennifer Coolidge. I mean, she's very popular right now. Yeah. Once again, but... I don't think I, I don't see you as a Jennifer Coolidge. I well, think. not like that. I'm not a similar persona to her, but like right. um, she is. She's definitely an example of typecasting, but it's good. Like yes, you want her to be typecasted. Right, right. <clears throat> um, and you could 
convincingly be cast as anyone from either, like, from age 20 to maybe age <laughs> 45. <laughs> you yeah. have an ageless face, kind of. So maybe Disney, the next, uh, uh, what's, <laughs> what's the high school musical? <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate, I forget how much I hate musicals, like the songs. They're just, I don't know, just like the blatant exposition of like, when is it gonna be my turn? When will everyone see how great I am? Well, yeah, I mean, they all have that song and it's like, it's like a high schooler singing about like, when will everyone realize I'm special? And it's just like, <laughs> well, when, no. Yeah. <laughs> You're thinking about this all wrong. Yeah. Yeah, um, I feel like theater is one of those things where you can climb to the top and just still be a fucking loser. Yeah. Um, which, not unlike comedy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, theaters I, I don't like how with uh, plays and shit and musicals like everything because it it has to exist as a stage thing i think that's why this is but everything does have to be stripped down to like its most uh just like the most basic human motions or whatever it's well it's less subtle than film yeah, yeah. well that's like that's one part of it like the aesthetic of musicals that's they're so over the top or whatever but it's also there's a culture that's developed around theater yeah that's gotten shittier so like they, like they all have this uh, sort of inspiring message like today is the day where I become the new me that is me and loves me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like the Hamilton the dear Evan Hansen they're wicked they're all about this character yes. that's like learning to love themselves yeah um, and it's not much more sophisticated than what you would find in it I'm Disney. learning to be me <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, but it's like why does why do all music have to be about a good person realizing they're a good person or like why do they have to be inspiring and that's one of the few musicals I do like is Chicago uh, yeah. because it's just about women that are murderers and like learning to like manipulate people to get away with murder it's great sure. um, I've why never would actually I want to like watch Chicago it's good it's good I mean it's like it, it does have the over the top like exaggerated whatever but yeah um yeah, that film was great. People, people in college who were theater majors were, or music majors rather, because I they were in the same part of the building where we went to school. Mm-hmm. They all just seemed like the same fucking, um, like they had the worst music taste, yeah. hands down. Like people who are into theater have terrible, yeah. horrible, unsophisticated views on music, like pop music or yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. Except for if you're listening to this and you're into theater, then you are the exception. You know, you're already you've broken you've broken out of the matrix, uh, and you're listening to National Prayer Breakfast, and that's how I know. There's um, there's a there's there's varying degrees of uh, taste in theater music. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. There's also good examples of theater nerds that like. Um, Sort of like we were talking about improv, and like there's ways, like there's improv sort of comics that are really great. And um, are you familiar with um, uh, like 
the the creator like we've well, seen um like Mr. G, mm-hmm. Chris Lilly, and uh, he does Jamae Private School Girl. Um, he plays Mr. G. That's like that gay teacher. I've shown you before, but oh, the is he Australian? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's, so he's yes, a, I like he's a guy. huge theater nerd, but like his characters are often like a they're mocking uh, sort of a theater kid. Yeah, and like often his characters sure. are writing songs that are just like a parody of like those like saccharine like <laughs> inspiring theater songs yeah and one that mr g character he wrote a uh he wrote a play about a student that died <laughs> and that do you remember that and, like his songs she died from a drug overdose and he wrote songs that were like she's a naughty girl with a bad habit <laughs> yeah a bad habit for drugs She's a slut and she knows it. <laughs> I never laugh so hard as she's a slut and she knows it. That's so fucking funny. That um, is pretty good. Should we get into some cringe talks? That's uh, what people want. Well, um, let's do our uh, our talk color. Um, so, know what? Uh, speaking of theater kids, maybe we... Uh, a thing that theater kids are, I think of when I think of theater kids, is uh, polyamory. I don't know yes. why, but those seem to go hand in hand in my mind. Um, so, I saw this clip I posted a while back. Why don't we make a play about polyamory? Yeah, yeah. besides the Book of Mormon. <laughs> Calling my husband and boyfriend into the kitchen for hugs to see what they do. stereotype in the polyamorous girl um, mm-hmm. that looks like, from the back, she looks like Haley Williams from Paramore. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's exactly, you know, the the guy, the polyamorous guy in a pink shirt and with a Vikings haircut He's, and beard. I, well, well they can't both... wait. Can I ask who, if you had to guess, who's the boyfriend, who's the husband? Um... So I want to say uh, the shorts guy in the sandals is the husband, but I don't know. So I looked into it because the the yeah the shorter guy, uh, he's seen. There's some sadness there. Oh, for sure. He got a second hug. He looks like he really needed those hugs. He is the boyfriend. Is he? Yeah. Okay. But it kind of makes sense, the two... Does she ever show her face? Or is she a faceless... Oh, uh, I'm sure. Yeah, she's like the she's like the faceless penis in, like, porn or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm sure in her other talks, uh, it makes sense that her husband has a... They have a similar aesthetic going on, the poly-looking. Right. 
But, uh, yeah. Well, um, good on him. <laughs> good on him. Um, I am not, uh, I have an aversion to men who wear sandals. Oh, it's funny you mentioned that. Except, except for you. I don't wear them out. I, I know. Yeah. Uh, and I guess he's... I would not wear them at my, uh, my, uh, boyfriend who has another husband's house. <laughs> <laughs> um. There is, I heard kids in the background, so they're just all hanging out together. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder, I wonder if the kids know. Um, my dog is just straight up eating a tennis ball right now. Freya. <laughs> you can't, no, you can't eat, you can't eat tennis balls. Come here, drop it. Drop it. She's normally very well behaved. She is chewing and swallowing tennis balls. She's never been a problem. Yeah, this is shocking. <clears throat> well, now that I have you. Oh. All right. Um. Well, hopefully she doesn't die. She uh, ate about half a tennis ball. Um, so anyway, polyamory. I saw this talk. This is a. Uh, uh, I liked this one. I didn't find this cringe, but we'll see. I'm not polyamorous, but my boyfriend does have a mullet, so I can speak on it. Wait, what? I have I've met this girl. She's a comic from Denver. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm not polyamorous, but my boyfriend does have a mullet, so I can speak on it. I have noticed that most of the time when they try to sell you on polyamory, which is probably my first problem, I don't think that your relationship style should be evangelized like a religion, but they often talk about, like, the freedom, like the freedom to pursue whatever you want in any moment, which I don't really think of the early stages of a relationship as freedom, like the communication, the first dates, the making plans, the not knowing what episode or what season of Love Island you're on. For me personally, multiple talking stages, that's indentured servitude. Five boyfriends, that's a for-profit prison. But I think my biggest thing, and the problem is that no one sees this coming when they get into polyamory, is that if I got broken up with by multiple people at once, I would off myself. And most people, I think, would too. Uh, look at Hannah being based again. Yeah, um, I, like, she, I like that. She's uh, very funny. Um, her, very uh, smart. Yeah, her, her her bit about it being evangelized like a religion's funny. Yeah. Because um, that, that's one thing I've noticed is they, there would, um, poly people, like, there's no reason for them to be out about, like, about it. Right. Like, that's, that's a, why, why isn't it a personal thing that you just keep to yourself? Like, what does it really benefit you to tell the world? Um, Good point. And like they, but they also have a chip on their shoulder about being judged, and it's like, well, you didn't have to fucking tell us, right? Um, but this, I like this video because it has pissed off polyamorous TikTok. Like they are mad as fuck. Oh really? Uh, oh yeah, Hannah. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're all responding to it, and like, obviously, she's not like, she's sort of not being a hundred percent serious. Like she right. starts it out by saying, "I'm not polyamorous, but my boyfriend has a." Mullet. Mullet or whatever. Yeah. Like, she's making jokes, but they're like, 
how dare you compare a relationship to for-profit prison? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you would kill yourself if you had five if five people work up with you. Maybe research attachment styles. <laughs> <laughs> you know, polyamorous people with the, they're you know they're obsessed with attachment styles and psychology, but they're yeah. also like you know clearly yeah. um, clearly uh, have unresolved issues. Uh, Oftentimes. Well, I actually don't know very many of them. I have one friend who's uh, polyamorous or whatever. Or not, I don't think poly. Like, I think he, he just has, like, an open marriage or whatever. Well, that's... But that's different. That's different, yeah. Um, um, and whatever, I mean, uh, there's issues with that or, as well. It's, there's it's issues with anything, but the, the polyamory thing, it does, like she said, it has, like, a weird sort of religious sort of thing... Right. And it often has the sense of someone, like, manipulating other people and... Um, <clears throat> yeah. Whatever. All things I'm guilty of. Well, here's a person... I I don't know, but I wanted you to watch this and guess if this person's polyamorous or not. Are okay. you ready? Let's go. This winter, A24 presents. <laughs> this is A24's avatar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, Polly or, or not, um, I would say there's a good chance that that is a, um, I don't know, it's a, maybe a polyamorous person. Uh, yeah. I could see it. Um. Do you get Polly vibes from that? Yeah. Yeah. I get the sense that she, uh, does not use, uh, tampons. Um, she is a, either a free bleeder or a diva cup. Yeah. At best. Which, I, if I was a girl, I feel I'd be a diva cup bitch for sure. Yeah. Um. I... Everyone's got is, everyone's got their hobbies. You is, know? It, is it is it uh, is it uh, bigoted of me to like assume that Polly like Polly Amory like it's well it first of all you with, can't like, first of all you can't be bigoted because you are a black gay man. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's watch. Uh, this is a, a guy that has been popping up in my feed a lot lately. A he's a, some sort of self help. Dude, he's is a, it uh, Grant Cardone? Well, is that what that is, we'll see. I told you about him. Paid Grant Cardone $120,000 for four hours. In the first hour, I learned these four things. Number one, he said, put all of my wealth into one gigantic building so that I can have it passively managed and grow. Number two, he said, I should be doubling down on my personal brand and fame and reinvesting all of the dollars that I have that I'm making in profit back into building impressions, even if I don't ROI on it. Number three, he told me to think bigger in terms of the size of business that we're currently pursuing. Right now, we're doing about $85 million a year. And he's like, you should be looking at how you make $100 million a month. And so that was a good frame shift for me. And so those are the three biggest things that I got from Grant. Uh, so this guy paid Grant Cardone $120,000 for advice, and Grant Cardone, <laughs> Grant, Grant Cardone's advice was, yeah. you should be making more money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
you know how you're making money? You should do make more of that. Right. Well, that's and he was like, "Fuck yeah!" I didn't even, I didn't even fucking think about it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> the advice he gave me was to make three times as much money. Yeah. Um, Twelve times as much. Yeah, more. He yeah. said, I make eighty-five million a year. He's like, you should be making a hundred million a month. He's <laughs> like, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> why didn't I think of yeah. that? Yeah, he's like And yeah. know what? Respect to Grant Cardone. Like, this is all these um like self-help people is they're predators or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they are often stealing from other scammers. Like it's there's an entire like dark economy just <coughs> uh self help people stealing from each other. And mm-hmm. I love it. Uh yeah, it's real jungle out there in the <laughs> the, the fucking whatever. Hustler retard verse. Yeah, and they love that they love the song Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses. That song is playing at all their conferences four <coughs> seven. Yeah. Uh, that and uh blurred lines. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, speaking of blurred lines, we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna look into some Crystalia clips. Whoa! But <coughs> uh, before that, I've talked to you about how you know I watch a lot of cringe things. I share a lot of cringe, and so I've become. I've built up sort of an immunity to cringe. Yes. But every now and then, I see something that breaks through, and reminds me there are there's. I can still cringe. Yeah. So this is one of those clips. I can't wait to see it. Is, is he uh, finger blasting a horse? <laughs> is that what he's doing? Uh, yeah, he's like showing off his finger blasting method. Um, and making horse noises. And, you know, showing off his new braces and his new bowl cut. Um, <laughs> and his Tweety Bird shirt or whatever. Yeah. This is... Uh, Looks like little uh, Dayton Bissett, kind of. <laughs> God damn it. Um... <laughs> Well, I'm glad to see New York's going well. Um, <clears throat> I, I always knew that kid had a future. Yeah. Uh, no, Dayton Biss is uh, super funny. Yeah, and, and he would never. He would much, never. He's much better at fingering than this. He would never finger blast a pony <laughs> on camera. I would. Uh, I would finger blast the pony on camera for the right price. Yeah, that's coming after your uh, your Rachel Dolezal. Oh, I'm deep in the fucking trenches. So let's, uh, before we do Crystal Beer, let's do a palate cleanser. Okay. Every time, like, ugh, I, I, I just, I have such a fucking trauma response from that fucking TikTok sound now, from the <laughs> things you've shown me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
But that was uh, that was pretty enjoyable. I yeah. say we normalize it. That was like, uh, yeah, that was like uh, my six hundred pound life. But if it was like fun, mm-hmm. that beat. Um, the way it should be. Well, I have a Tiger Carlson clip, but I'm kind of feeling not watching that now. But what why? You... No, I want to. Okay. Let's let's watch uh, Tucker. <laughs> oh yeah. The... Why do I eat nicotine? Because nicotine frees your mind. No. No, oh, if only the government would tell my kids they're fat. You can't even get the planes to take off on time. Oh, you're obsessed with gas stoves. No, you're obsessed with gas stoves, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the culture wars. Not the culture wars. They're worried about a culture war. Culture wars. Stop with the culture wars. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Incandescent light bulbs. They're also on the way out. Now you're stuck with some glowy fluorescent crap. Come and take it. How's that? The country has banned shower heads and toilets. Oh, have some more weed. Menthol cigarettes cause cancer. <laughs> no more nicotine for you. You're saving the planet. What are you going to come up with? A titanium straw? Got any ideas in that? Carmela Harris? Is this the whole fucking freak? That's demented. You're a sick person, okay? Is this all from the same fucking segment? Yeah. That's really... That was really well edited. Um, I love he... At one point, he's like, they're banning toilets. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like, there's just boomers watching that, like, what? Yeah. Oh, my fucking God! They're like... They're, well, they're having chest pains. The whole message of guys like Tucker Carlson is just like, remember the fucking good old days or whatever? Remember toilets? When is that going to run out of steam? It's How does... Do, they just will never get tired of it until they die. Yeah. And then... And then we'll be the old ones watching Fox News being like, yeah, we had TikTok or whatever. The boomer, remember the good old days thing. It's, that's, yeah, sort of the, that's sort of the definitive, like, mind virus of the boomers is nostalgia. Like, because the, they're nostalgic for just straight up bad things. Like, remember the good old days when you fed yourself because your alcoholic parents, like, didn't have, like, didn't plan yeah. meals? You know, like... Remember when you hit your kids and then they hit other people? Right. And, uh, and but they, they also be violent. Yeah. <laughs> but they also don't realize like that some of the good old days that they remember are because things were like economically less chaotic than they are now. And uh, less, yeah. uh, uh, less exploitation. Yes. Um, and they fucked it up. Anyway. They did it and they're not going to pay for it. So, um, let's get into some Chris Delia. Am I pronouncing that right? Chris and Jelaine Delia. Chris and Jelaine Delia. So, Chris Delia, you mentioned his, uh, there's a new documentary called The Chris Delia Problem. Yes. A while back. And I did my research. I watched the trailer. And I watched the whole thing. It's just about an hour. People should check it out. So, the gist of it is Chris Delia got canceled at one point because a bunch of women came forward and said, like, He's being a creep. Some of those women were allegedly underage. Mm-hmm. And he got canceled, but he stuck around. He kept doing his podcast, and he's been quite successful on Patreon and um, touring his comedy show. Um, so he made an apology video around that time, and this documentary basically, like, 
at the time he made this apology video, he was uh, he was had a harem of girls, and it never really stopped. Like one of them reached out after his apology video and was like, uh, "Hey, so like, did you want us to like cut things off? Like, am I enabling your sex addiction?" And he was like, "No." Yeah. So he was just like a being a straight up like lying sociopath the whole time. Um, so uh, I have some clips. Sometimes it takes me a couple tries to clap, but that's fine. So, Chris D'Elia, um, this new documentary came out, basically exposing that he he never got better, he uh, was worse than we all thought, and um, he hasn't addressed it, he's just trying to like pretend that's not happening. He made like one announcement that like he's gone to rehab. Um, and then he did a podcast episode and he had his wife on. Now, he's been married throughout this whole thing. Uh. <clears throat> um, Kristen D'Elia. Mm -hmm. I think he uh, picked that name for her. But um, before we get to those clips, I want to remind everyone that Chris D'Elia had a hilarious clip of him realizing that you could save uh, clips from Snapchat. And right. uh, we're going to watch that. That's a strong oh, core. Kentucky, not exactly that competitive. All right, man, you said that three times. Yeah, no, I heard you the seventh time, and I ignored it. It's just a strong core. Very okay, SpongeBob-ish. But, but, but hold on a second. How, how did it come out? Like, how did they? The uh, boy's mother ended up finding it. Fucking finding haters. it? What do you mean? It, it, Snapchat goes away, right? How they? He probably saved it. You can stream record, <laughs> take screenshots. Wow. You gotta know that that's gonna happen. Some people I do guess, some crazy yeah. shit. Yeah, he says, he says Teen's parent reportedly found the photos on his phone, which he saved from Snapchat. Mm -hmm. Also, Mom, could be in a cock block. Who knows where this would have went, you know? Right. Am I right, yeah, fellas? That's I mean, odd. Odd. Why have your student... Why have... So, Crystalia throughout that is dissociating. And this is, um... This is a funny thing about him is he is a, you know, a nasty manipulator or whatever, but he is, his body language is some of the worst I've ever seen. Like, yeah, we didn't know at the time, but like he is, you know, behaving like a guilty person like you you never seen in your life. And uh, it's hilarious. So that happens a lot throughout this conversation with his wife. Um, we'll get into here. So just uh, while you're watching this, observe Crystalia, like him, him listening to her words, and like you can kind of feel what is going through his mind. Shit, you know, I, whatever I was making up in my head, if I'm being honest, and um, yeah, so yeah. Well, and the journey hasn't been linear by any means. Like I think when. I everything happened and you got into recovery, <clears throat> I thought that it was like a quick fix. I was like, oh, this means that like everything is good now. And seeing now like the past two and a half years, almost three years, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, like it's been up and it's down. It's up and down always, you know? yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I only say that because I feel like I get, um, messages from a lot of women who are going through difficult things. Oh, God. Yeah. 
relationships, you know? Oh, got it. And on the surface, it just seems like you, like, figured it out and you oh, life, yeah. you know, no, like, yeah. under control no. in, like, two weeks, and that's no. not been the case. It is, mm. It's been so up and down, mm. you know, for you and for us. Yeah, it's, I mean, life is You're not real life. Yeah. And it's not, it's not, even though it's linear, it's not linear. Like, it's, uh, you know, uh, it's like just... This. Yeah. Hey, hmm. that's really artistic how you did that with your hand. Thank you. You, you should be a performance artist. Yeah. <laughs> well, cut you so deep to your soul, because you... Well, first of all, I hope his wife chops his dick off. Yeah. I mean, he's, he couldn't be more uncomfortable, and then his, like, it ends with him... Uh, him nagging his wife yeah. to distract from how uncomfortable he is. Um, but uh, yeah. It, yeah, he also yeah, he just seemed like he was just trying to get her to shut up. Yes. He's just like he's you know yeah yeah oh yeah oh I bet yeah. Mm-hmm. There's one point and maybe we replay this where she's like I get a lot of messages from women and you can see in his face he's like uh wait what. And because like he's thinking like oh the women I'm currently fucking and then he, and then she's like who are also going through hard times and he's like oh <laughs> <laughs> like in relief um, this is terrible a uh, you know I don't know it, also we should note he has a neck tattoo that says forty he got that when he turned forty recently <sighs> so that's how you know things are going well. Yeah. His response to, like, her talking about his, you know, sex addiction, he's like, yeah, life is a real life, and it's, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's it, it's linear, but it's also not. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes no sense. So, he, um, this is, that's what someone sounds like when they have not conquered their demons, um, but are pretending they have. And they're going to work. So, this podcast, it, it's uh, bizarre. Um, uh, that it ends at one point they randomly start talking about their hall passes oh god legs and I was like fuck I want that I want those yeah he's cool dude Ooh, who is my hall pass if I could have one was it Jason Momoa yeah. that's so fucking fucked up dude I love that I love all of that. You probably like it now that he's even a little bit fatter. You like that? Yeah. Uh, that's bullshit, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know who mine is. Uh, Jessica Justine. She's great. Yeah, she's great. She could be. Yeah, could be her. All of your, like, go-tos are, like, hot women over 40. Yeah. Well, you know, because they know some shit that I don't know, you know what I mean? 50, 60, 90. Um, yeah, anyway. Uh, all right, well, that's good. I think we did a good, uh, we did a good, you know? Well, we good. I think we... case closed. <laughs> um, it's not, he couldn't just say that. This yeah. is, there's a lot to say about this. This is, first of all, why, on her part, why are you talking about Hall Pass with making a joke about that with your sex addict husband who has like 15 fucking girlfriends right now. Yeah. He doesn't get a hall pass. He's had one. <laughs> He's had 15. Yeah. Uh, or more. Um, 
Potentially 500 or whatever. Yeah, there's uh, in the documentary, his manager was like 500 women came forward. I don't know if he was being hyperbolic. It's totally possible he wasn't. Yeah. I don't know how many accusers Dalia had. Um, that that is so. That is the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that was uh, extremely cringy. They are, I, I just couldn't tell, like, is like, because it seems like contrived and like yeah. intentional or whatever. Yeah. And, but I don't know if she's in on it. Like, I, yes. I, I get the feeling that she... Because she's, she's, uh, so, she's, like, such a cute girl, and you feel bad for her, but this sort of makes it seem like she is intentionally, well, not only that she's appearing on the podcast after new accusations come forward, right? But her bringing up, like, oh, yeah, your hall pass, it's usually, like, a girl over 40. Yeah. When he's notoriously known for... His wife, his his wife, her is thirteen years younger than him, and right. he's been accused of being a pedophile. It's like yeah, this is like a scripted like political stunt. Yes. Like, you know, it yeah, sounds yeah, like yeah, something yeah. fucking whatever any number of presidents would do. So yes, this seems like something uh, George Santos would do. Yeah. Uh, so that is the Dalia problem. There's a people should watch the documentary. There's a lot of fucked up things he had. Is all of his like regular girlfriends get his name tattooed? So I couldn't find it, but there's a clip of him on Joe Rogan and uh, before all this, and uh, Brian Callen is the guest at the same time, which is that's a fun pairing. Sure. And uh, Brian Callen is like, yeah, I was at a comedy show and this girl came up to me and like a Chris. Dalia fan and she she had a ta- his name tattooed on her and Joe Rogan was like what the fuck <laughs> and Chris Dalia has a similar moment where he's sort of panicking he's like oh yeah I, I, I tell my fans I tell them I, I tell them to go to his show and like wear their merch and like to troll them like wear all my merch and oh he, kept my trying, God. he was trying to change this like wait your fans have your name tattooed to That's like your merch yeah, yeah. to like <laughs> I am yeah, like my shirt or whatever I have them like wear it to his show to troll them because, uh, you know, Joe Rogan's an idiot, but he's, you know, can see through, like, wait, that's a f- red flag. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he he, they, he was having all his girlfriends get his name tattooed. They reveal in the doc, like, one of them, he had her, like, he's like, yeah, you've got to go get my name tattooed. And she was, like, she was, like, broke. So, like, she spent her last money on an Uber yeah. to, like go get the tattoo and pay for his name. Right. She had to pay for it even though he's wealthy and then she like, it was something like she had to like walk home. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, A real low point. That's just such a... uh... Oh, and did you know, here's the other thing. There's so many fucked up details from this documentary like I can't name them all, but one of them is his fan base. Like, you know, our fan base. Prayer Warriors. We're calling the Prayer Warriors. Do you know what Chris D'Elia's is? What? He calls them babies. Oh. Uh. <laughs> um, well, that's... Uh... It's all shocking. You wouldn't expect this from uh, Justin Bieber's favorite comedian. No. No, you would not. Actually, Justin Bieber... Uh... Need, might need to be a little bit more careful because he was also friends with that pastor, that disgraced uh, pastor yeah. who. Well, I think Justin Bieber only interacts with, I mean, child stars are often preyed upon. Um, so sure, he's probably doesn't have a lot of cool people in his circle. Um, pray for Bieber. 
Wasn't that a TikTok? Do you remember, uh, or the, like a hashtag? Do you remember uh, uh, 4chan started the uh, like the fake like hashtag uh, cut for Bieber, and they were like posting fake photos of like cutting themselves for Justin Bieber. I didn't know. And I didn't. Uh, I, how long ago was this? This was like quite a long time ago. Okay. And I mean, it's incredibly fucked. <clears throat> they were yeah. like trying to get teen girls to cut themselves. <laughs> <laughs> it was something like Justin Bieber like doesn't love himself, so like cut yourself. Yeah. Show, show. Show. It was something like this. Um, no, it was Justin Bieber got caught smoking weed. So they're like, cut yourself to show Justin Bieber how much you don't want him to use drugs. Right. It's so fun. 4chan, I mean, they do so fucked up things, but the ha- hashtag cut for Bieber is so fucking funny. Like, I can't help it. <sighs> cut for Bieber. Yeah. Um. They do, uh,. 4chan had a lot of, like, back in the day, had a lot of those funny things, like, uh, Pitbull had, like, a, this, the singer-songwriter, uh, rapper Pitbull or whatever he is, um, had a contest to, like, he was, like, partnering with Walmart to, like, come to your town and perform Mm -hmm. a concert at Walmart or something, or it was, like, the, the, whatever town had a Walmart, he would, if you won he will come perform for you. So 4chan, like, hey! She's never like this. She's never like this. Freya, come here. Come here. Come talk about it. We're going to talk about Pitbull, which might be part Pitbull. Um, so they voted and they all sent, they sent Pitbull to, like, this, like, small town in Alaska to perform. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh... There was another similar thing, like Taylor Swift had a uh, had a thing where like she would come to a concert at your high school and they sent her to the school for the deaf, <laughs> which I think like uh, did it work? She she instead of performing there, she gave them all like tickets to her concert or whatever. Um, which did you they? Know. I wonder if they went. Are there very? I mean, deaf people like music, <clears throat> but. Do they, how do they experience it? Like signing and like, uh, like the lights and stuff. Like the rhythm? Yeah, like, cause, you know, like those shows have lights strobing with the rhythm and like lasers and. Right. Um, they, they, I mean, they can appreciate the lyrics, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder Being how that deaf works. Would, would you rather be deaf or blind? Blind would be obviously <clears throat> harder in terms of like, making a living and all that but giving up music and shit would be horrible part of me thinks yeah well yes it would regardless and I don't mean to make light of these sorts of disabilities but part of me thinks like it would be nice to just focus on one thing like just to have an excuse Uh, in a way if you could go deaf for a little while maybe it would make me really good at painting you know, mm-hmm. or if I could go blind for a little while, maybe it would make me better at comedy. Um, yeah, <clears throat> that would be uh, that would be interesting. Blind comic. Have, have you ever been, tripped, Has there been a blind comic? <clears throat> have you ever tripped shrooms like in, in the dark, like without any lights or anything? No, I've never done drugs. But that's right. If I did, I uh, I probably have have not done uh, any like that. <laughs> I, I wonder what would happen. You know, I think uh, um, 
That's Terrence McKenna. This, that's his suggested method. Yeah. Is, is dark with no light. So, yeah, it's like a sensory deprivation. You could do... That's Joe Rogan's whole thing is he's built a sensory deprivation tank in his house. Yeah. And he'll do edibles and go in there and come up with brilliant comedy bits, presumably. Well... We actually we did try what were what were the pills that you gave me? Earlier? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, it's on it new mood. It's just five mood. Five HTP basically is the active ingredient, but it's uh, the Joe Rogan brand of uh, mood supplements. Yeah. So if you want to try that and be like me and think of two funny things to say, <laughs> um, it's a good deal. Um, you ready to wrap up? Yeah. What do you have any other any other things you want to touch on? Any uh, anything going on in the world you want to address? The situation in Ukraine, the situation in uh, Iran. Well, the, we can talk about the situation in uh, George Santos. Yeah. Let's let's cover Santos. He's a fun fraud. Uh, that's what it takes for uh can we do a recap of like all his like lies so far yeah so like one of them he lied about where he went to college you know classic lied about working for like a big company um uh like city group or something like this well it's an interesting phenomenon because there's so many lies and stuff that it's almost like a trump like effect where yeah um, there's no time to, like, Trump had so many scandals and so many things constantly yeah. that it all kind of, it, it's like a market getting oversaturated. It just, yeah. none of them come to fruition. Yeah. Or at least that's how it seems. Um, yeah. Do you remember how many times during the Trump years we were all just like, well, this is it. You know, he... Yeah. Like, he, he won't... He, he won't had sex with Stormy Daniels. This yeah. is done. You're done. Right. You're done, buddy. You had sex with a porn star. Um, yeah, pack it in. The, uh, yeah, George Santos, he, um... And that's sort of all Republicans, really. Um, like, they are, uh... All politicians are shitty, and that sort of stereotype helps because... Like, the Republicans are so cartoonishly evil that it's just sort of like, what What can you say, really? Right. You can't hold someone accountable for one evil thing when they are evil personified. Yes. So he also, like, he lied about being half, or being Jewish. Yeah. He also lied about being half his black. Mom, and his mom dying in 9-11. He lied about his mom dying in 9-11. Recent, That's a good lie. That's a good yeah, one to have yeah. in, in the bag. Recently, I guess, like, there's, um... He may be lying about his name. Yeah. So... Has anyone verified Pete Davidson? <laughs> uh, <laughs> if I find out that he built his career off of a lie about yeah. his dad dying in 9-11... Um, That'd be hilarious. I yeah, will, like... <clears throat> I will align myself with... All his girlfriends, like, Kanye regret West. dating him at that point and, like, speak out. Um, <clears throat> so, I just saw this headline. Santos, this was four hours ago... This is from CNN. It says Santos doesn't appear to contest the authenticity of resurfaced drag photo, yeah. and it says I just had I had fun at a festival. <laughs> yeah, he, he's recently been exposed to have done drag, which I guess now he's like a anti drag 
person or whatever. <clears throat> yeah. um, dude, the, the the funny thing about like the hysteria about drag queens being groomers, mm-hmm. it's so. I mean, obviously, it's rooted in like a bigotry or whatever, but uh, like in homophobia. But it's so funny because it's so stupid on its face. Like, your kids aren't getting molested by drag queens. Like. When are your kids being left alone with drag queens? Right. That makes no fucking sense. Like, your your kids are getting molested by babysitters, teachers, priests, uh, camp counselors, yeah. and, like, correct, like uh, juvenile detention officers is a huge one. Yep. Uh, who's going to believe a troubled teen that the, uh, you know... The social worker is molesting them. That's sort of the holy grail for a pedo, in my mind. Like, um, certainly. What's that job called? Like, they work with like troubled kids, <clears throat> like a PO or whatever. Like a, uh, uh, a juvenile like detention a, officer. Yeah, a del- delinquency officer or something. That's or gotta be. Fucking... Yeah, that's gotta be. That's gotta be the the prime career for a pedophile. Maybe. And also, why would you want that career 